My name is John Marchada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. This is another episode of Late Night Nuggets Vlog, and I am joined by none other than Bad Dog himself, Bentley Meadows. How you doing, fella? I'm doing all right. Good. Me too. Um, first and foremost, both me and Bad Dog Bentley need. 25 followers each you know what i just thought of how about we follow each other because <laughs> i don't know if you did it for me i don't remember doing it for you i need to find you on, but this is on rumble so anybody that's watching this anybody that's listening to this please go over to rumble which you're going to be on rumble right now at least if you're watching the video for me because um like I, I try to do all of the uh rumble exclusives all my videos rumble exclusive Rumble. That sounds. But we need 25 followers each, or one of us does, in order for us to live stream on Rumble, which is what I want to do. Uh, it sounds like it's what you want to do, too. So please, pretty please, with sugar on top. I'm not going to suck your dick, but um, I'll thank you if you go and follow us so that we can do that. Um, I also got to figure out if uh, I want to say we can do it on Getter. I don't know about Parlor. Is it Parlor? Yeah, Parlor. Yeah, the other one's Telegram. Telegram. Uh -huh. Telegram. Anyway, um, and then maybe even Gap. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm. I'm gonna be promoting that for the next little while until we both get 25. Um, I was finally making some normal uh, posts. I guess normal for me uh, today. I put out. What did I say? The one was the Illuminati is real. And then the other one was talking about militias. And I want to say I did something else. But I was I was uh, friending a whole bunch of people too on uh, all those different platforms so that I can get more to come my way. Um, yeah. There you go. There you go. So to catch up for okay so what me and bentley did we did a, a live stream coverage i'm gonna try to grab this video so that i can post it on to rumble but it was a live stream on facebook using Streamyard, which Streamyard's fine it's, it's nothing to do with Streamyard. it's facebook and um we were covering the state of the union address by um of of the usurper in chief uh, Biden and how not I mean just outright lying throughout the whole thing but anyway so we covered that until it ended and then um, covered the Sam Smith situation with his uh, with the satanic award show and the video that I used caused me to get a copyright strike on Facebook um, and they took down the whole video so now I have to go about different means of getting it, which is such a pain because just like editing anything for me, it's a pain to find that time in my day with all the other stuff that I'm doing to be able to do that. So, um, but I'll get there. I'll get that and throw it up on Rumble and Facebook and kiss my ass. I think, like I was saying before the sh before we went into um, the recording, um, I'm I'm. I'm all right with doing Facebook live videos, but uh, 
just the like this the possibility of getting struck because of some bullshit like that is so fucking gay. Just Facebook's gay. Let's just call it for what it is. It's filthy and it's gay. Um so why are you on there? Eyeballs, I guess. Uh yeah, so last time we well, I think it was we were doing that video and I said what we were gonna talk about this time, which was or to catch up is the NSA going after Twitter rejects the Eliza Blue uh, controversy in Tim Pool. Um, so I guess we can start with the NSA and kind of talk about it a little bit. The NSA, which, I mean, I guess it makes sense for them, but all of the Twitter rejects that got fired from Twitter, and I have to assume it's Google too. I don't know if you heard, but Google was laying off a shit ton of people. Um, the NSA was going after them to hire them to obviously work for the NSA uh, which I guess makes sense I don't want I don't want to say it that way for it to sound like I'm okay with it but it makes sense in the, in the sense that um, the NSA would would add to its ranks um, the same people that are in support essentially of the government itself and um for people who were vol volatile against people like you and me already, which they were, they're already in that kind of that practice while working at Twitter, or Google of censoring, you know, not liberal leftists. So to bring them on doesn't shock me, I guess is a better way of saying it. What do you think? <clears throat> oh yeah. They were agenda driven. You know, it wasn't like they, I don't know if they all were, how could they all be that way? Yeah, uh, I mean, that same question can be asked of, like, the late night talk shows, show hosts, I should say, um, you know, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, the fat English guy that I thought was gay, but it turns out he's not, Um all of them have the uh, Stephen Colbert, um, the little English twat on HBO last week, tonight, I think it is. Um, John Oliver. They're all on the same on the same political um, side of everything. You know, little yes man. Which I just, I don't know, man. It's, it feels like I'm good making... Like, I can live off of 40 grand a year, you know. I can probably live off of 30 grand a year. Um, I'd like to live off of 100 grand a year. I mean, shit, I'd like to live off of a lot of money a year. But <clears throat> I feel like if I were to get, you know, an X amount of money, like I have not necessarily a limit, but I have an amount where it's like, I don't think I have to work anymore. Not that I wouldn't want to do stuff like this still, but... Um, certainly when it came to, you know, some overlord coming in and telling me that, you know, I had, I had to say things the way that they wanted me to, or I had to say the things they wanted me to, I wouldn't do it. I mean, shit, I wouldn't do it. Like I said, fucking 30, 40 grand a year, let alone if I've already got a couple million in the bank. Now you can kiss my whole asshole because I'm not going to do anything that you want me to do. I'm only going to do the things that I want to do. You know, but these little pussies are like, I guess, I and that that makes me think they 
it might be a, a, a certain um, ex to a certain extent the money, but mostly I think it's probably the the fame and the power of influence. I think that's something that they're addicted to. I think that that's probably more than the money might be, you know. But then again, who knows? Maybe they're just super uber greedy. Do you have a certain limit um, of money that you're you're good with? I'm good with anything. <laughs> I can make it happen. Yeah. Hanging out with God and Jesus. I'm good. I like that. I like that. Because, um, you yeah, know, it might come a time where, you know, living on that is just going to be able to get you by. Most people can't do that, and they might yeah. end up dying off. I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. And I, I don't know, man. I just feel like to if I can try to think not necessarily that far ahead, but in that mindset of like having all that money and, and not really needing to work, I almost feel like it would make me weak. You know, like it would, I'd like have atrophy in certain areas. Maybe I wouldn't, you know, maybe I would be able to go and pursue all the learning of the, you know, like learning how to take apart an engine and put it back together, you know, learning all the mechanics of a car, look, learning, you know, carpentry to the full effect of what I'd want to learn. Same with, you know, all the different trades, electrical and <laughs> HVAC. And, uh, yeah. HVAC. Um, maybe I would do that because I'm not really one, like, listen, I'm not, I'll be completely transparent. I like being lazy often <laughs> as much as I can, but I mean, I do a lot of shit right now anyway, you know, between writing the book and, voice recording and doing this and working and being a father and taking care of the house and working out and all that other shit. Like I do a lot throughout the day, but you know, I guess if I didn't have the large area of, of time in a day that I have to work and I had the money, I don't know. I feel like I'd probably do a lot of traveling and vacationing, you know, but I don't know. Maybe I'd do this more. Anywho, um, that was a large, a long branch off from what we were talking about. Uh, the NSA, who I think we need to get rid of altogether. I don't, I just don't like... All that shady, man. It's, it's just shady. shady. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And greasy, man. That's just not how you... But then again, you know, there it serves a purpose because there are people out there that aren't cool. Yeah. You know... But just at this point, I mean, I'm sure there's probably some, I don't know. You think there's any good people that work at the NSA? I want to say, yeah. I think if you were to tell me that there's no good people working at the NSA, I might wrestle with that a little bit. You know, that maybe there's some organically, there's some people who just got hired in through whatever, you know, fields of study that they, they followed. I doubt that anybody from Twitter and Google that's hired on to, to, the NSA are what you would call good people. Um, I think they're going, just seeing the way that the government's going, it has been um, for a while and, and kind of tightening that new sun on the American people. I don't think that any of those people are hiring are good. I don't think this is a, a beneficial thing for, for 
the people of of our country. You know, I think our our fellow brothers and sisters are are not going to benefit from this. I think it, it's it's further, especially with the NSA and their their secret spying and and data collection. Um, you know, that's in and of itself a harm on on the American people. I think this is only going to further that. You know. But, yeah, it is none of their business. Right. You know, we have a right to privacy. Yeah, and, and they want I into that. <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, but they've always predicted that that would happen. You know, as, as long as I've been alive, I've heard a big brother. Right. Yeah. And are we there yet? Kind of. <laughs> oh, I think we've been there for a long time. They, I think we've uh, been there. They redo the news at a whim. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Label, uh, you know, like fact check. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I think that they've been, I think that once the, not just the internet, I think they've been tapping phones for a long time, but... I think once the social networking came about, they saw an opportunity and took it in order to uh, peer peer further closer into our lives. And I think that that's you know that was a malevolent um, yeah. action by them for sure. Shady for sure. and greasy, yeah. greedy, nosy, um, nosy. Ooh. You know, those kind of people you don't like, really, that live um, on your block. <laughs> yeah. On one of the first uh, congressional hearings that uh, our, our new Congress has had with the... Um, oh, shit, maybe that's what... Oh, I should have put that one up. should have got ready with this. But on one of the first congressional um, hearings with social networking uh, platforms, they brought in... Uh, older or former um twitter execs <laughs> and oh i want to i'm going to look this up uh congressional yeah listen to some bobards on them twitter yeah listen yeah, to her yeah, go yeah, off yeah, yeah. oh dude bobert's so hot dude i fucking i just i have a hard time focusing on what she's I'm like, you about. know what, honey? You're right. I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. Oh, she is just so good looking. Can we go eat a salad or something? Right. <laughs> oh fuck! No, not the one I wanted. This piece of shit, David Pakman. David Pakman. Oh, this is. I probably should have tried to run this, or maybe we can do it. Um, at a later time, but David Pakman went on to what is this guy's? I, I watch his show all the time. Pakman, yeah, David Pakman. But what's the other guy's name? Something, 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 something. David Hubert. Uh, no, he's like a Iranian um, who immigrated over here, became a citizen, and is like a businessman and lived in, I think, California. Lived in Texas. Lives, lives in Florida now, and and um, he's a I think a Trump supporter and stuff. He's he's a good dude. Um, and he got to an argument with this fucking Pac-Man. Pac-Man's such a twat. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, we can watch this one as soon as I fucking... 
Mute oh, it, and I can switch over to we it. We need to uh, get on that chat GPT and ask. I've us been some hearing questions. about that. Yeah, I've been hearing about that. Got to pull um, it up one day see if we can uh, talk to it. One of the guys that's on the uh, Friends Radio Network, Johnny uh, McMahon, talked to it. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. Is that that AI bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. That, that shit freaks me out. It's that Skynet shit that I worry about a little. Um, shit. It's uh, Twitter. I can't remember this guy's name. Quitting Twitter. Uh, Kentucky. I think he's a Kentucky guy. Duck? Ask him very because he he I'm gonna do this Jim Jordan one too, but he um is it no not Byron Donalds. Byron Donalds was up for being a Speaker of the House, I think, or or uh, this guy's bald headed white fella, and um and he's awesome because he looked right at him and he was like said something to the effect of um does he look like steve austin he might go to jail yeah and he talks with some southern twang dude he's from he's from from kentucky and uh they he's call him Q-ball? he's done some shit i think so maybe i don't can't i cannot find him let me see if i can do this bald kentucky <laughs> bald kentucky congressman yeah, let's see. <laughs> Watch me find him this way. No, Thomas Massey's great. Thomas Massey is a good libertarian dude. Images of for bald Kentucky congressman. <laughs> Not what I wanted. Uh, tragedy of Virgil Chapman. Is that who it is? Very overweight. No, moon face. No, bald. Yeah, but that ain't him. Um, I'm not going to be able to find this guy, dude. He's so good. I'll play another thing. But he, uh, I guess he had told them that he, they could go to jail and they're all fucking squirming in their seats and shit. Um, but we'll play this this one with uh, Bobert. Share it. Dude, Google, when they did this update, it just slowed everything down. I don't know about you, but this is on, is this my Chrome? Yeah, on Chrome. And it's like it has to warm up before it can start working. And even then, it's. I'm rolling with Windows 10. Yeah, I've got that on here, whatever the fuck I got. I think the new one's 11, so. Maybe that's the one I got. And I know they're really pimping out the old uh, Explorer Internet on a Windows. Here we go. Computer. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Mr. Uh, Matt Taibbi, a respected reporter who published much of the Twitter files, said, yeah. quote, Twitter's contact with FBI was constant and pervasive as if it were a subsidiary. Now, I want to b- better understand why he would suggest that. Mr. Roth, while at Twitter, how many meetings did you have with the FBI? I couldn't say for sure, but I More would than say- that's a reasonable More than 20? estimate. I couldn't say for sure. More than 50? That seems a bit high. 42. Many meetings with the FBI. Well, 
We know, uh, uh, how many FBI agents worked at Twitter while you were there? 42. I don't believe any active FBI Former agents. Former FBI agents, how many worked there while you were there? I'm aware of perhaps two. Well, we know of at least nine uh, <gasps> because they started the BU group chat, BU for Bureau. Now, Mr. Roth, did the FBI ever ask you to share information? She's so fucking ready to tear his throat out, dude. I love it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, how y'all gonna? I'd do, I would. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> so, a couple things here. One, if you're ever, like, I get the idea of for the, for why these people don't answer these questions because it will make you look bad and you're held accountable to what you answer. But when you repeat the same non-answer, all of us know that you're lying. We all know you're lying. And it's it's so frustrating to know that this has been happening for decades. People step up and I've been dude I've, I was listening to um because I'm doing this thing on the Council of Foreign Relations, I, I I really hope that with as much time as I've spent on this damn thing, that people don't expect this exquisite, you know, report on the Council of Foreign Relations because it's not going to be that, not for me anyway. But I'm listening to like these old <laughs> con congressional hearings and shit. Where even back in the 50s and 60s, they would bring people in and they would ask them questions and they would have the same non-answers. Where like even back then, like the the Congress people were just like whatever, and just go on to the next thing because it you knew that they were lying. Um, I can't remember what the second thing I was gonna say was. Ollie North, yeah, Colonel Oller, that, Lieutenant that might Colonel have been it. Yeah. Oliver yeah. North. I don't recall. Yeah, that was his answer. It's like it's so fucking frustrating. You know, we all know you're lying. It's like um. Fuck, I can't even think of any examples. Maybe we'll get one right here. But for this guy, like he's he's squirming around the answer. Like, come on, dude. You know, like just answer. Like users' communication data without going through proper legal channels. No, they did not, and I would have refused if they had. Um, that's correct. I see that you denied Agent Chan's request for access to Twitter's data feed. What's sick isn't that you would deny it. Uh, it's that the FBI would even ask you for the private data of American citizens without going through legal channels of the law. Now, I want to remind you, Mr. Roth, that you are under oath. Did the FBI ever ask you to do anything that was illegal or questionably legal? I'm not a lawyer, but certainly not to the best of my recollection or knowledge. Now, from the hearing that I've been a part of today. Um, it's almost impossible to tell where the FBI ends and where Twitter begins. We have Mr. Baker here, a former FBI agent, and there seems to be a revolving door between the FBI and Twitter itself. Um, even Mr. Baker said that there was no collusion with the federal government and Twitter. But Mr. Baker, that's you. You are the collusion between the federal government and the FBI. And now with it, this is such a problem because we're seeing censorship all over. Mr. Roth, Ms. Gaddy, did either of you approve the shadow banning of my account at Lauren Boebert? Yes or no? No, I did not. 
Not to the best of my recollection. She's well, let me refresh your memory because on March daddy. 12, 2021, <laughs> and Mr. Roth, I know you looked at it because fascist Twitter 1.0 had a public interest exceptions policy, which means for members of Congress to be shadow banned, it had to go before you, Mr. Roth. So I'll ask again, did you shadow ban my account? Yes or no? Again, not to the best of my recollection. So the answer is, Mr. Roth, yes, you did. I found out last <laughs> night from Twitter staff that you suppressed. Lying to Congress is a federal crime. <laughs> Fucking tards. <laughs> Just admit it. Yeah, Just there was a million it, other dude. ways he could have answered that oh, question, God. actually. The, yeah, to the best of my knowledge, I did not. I mean, that's a, it's, it's a way out. I guess, but fuck me running, dude. <laughs> well, when he's the only one that can, yeah, yeah, then you did, yeah. You may not and, remember. Okay, we're cool. Yeah, and that, maybe that just because I mean, you that, don't remember it, don't mean it didn't happen you, because uh, yeah, it happened. It's not like, I mean, you could have said that here. He could have said that, and I guess that would be better. I mean, but I guess he's he's kind of saying that too. But it feels like such a lawyer answer, you know? Like he's been. He's been, you know, set up before this to be like, hey, listen, this is how you answer these questions, you know, whatever. But she's like, you did, motherfucker. You're going to jail, bitch. My account for this tweet. It's a freaking joke about Hillary Clinton being angry that she couldn't rig her election. It's a joke. But in response, being the sinister overlords that you all are, you placed a 90-day account filter so I could not be found. And now we see here that Twitter staff said the visibility filter on my account excluded me from top searches, prevented notifications for non-followers, and much more. This is considered an aggressive visibility filter. You silenced members of Congress from communicating wow. with their constituents. You, you silenced me from communicating with the American people over a freaking joke. Now, who the hell do you think that you are? Election interference? Yeah, I would say that that was taking place because of you four sitting here. The Hunter Biden laptop story was suppressed. A sitting member of Congress was suppressed. A, a sitting president was banned from Twitter. You know, I bet that Putin is sitting in the Kremlin wishing he had as much election intervention interference as you four here today. We've heard about threats to democracy. Well, what about shutting down a duly elected member of Congress? This is fundamental to our nation's governance, and you all attacked that very foundation. 230 protections? Well, those are for publishers, not for editors. And it's clear you were not acting as publishers, you were acting as editors. And Mr. Chairman, I think it's far past time that we remove 230 protections for, for big tech platforms who are abusing this protection. And let me just say, I'm not angry for myself. I'm not angry because I was silenced. I can reach out to Elon and to his staff and I can see what's happened. And I can sit here today and hold you all in account. I am angry for the millions of Americans who were silenced because of your decisions, because of your actions, because of your collusion with the federal government. They can't reach out to Elon. They can't sit here today and hold you into account we don't know where the FBI ends and Twitter begins. Free speech and even Twitter. Mr. Chairman, I yield. Uh, does she have a whip in her hand? 
<laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Good for her, dude. Like, oh, that wow. was fun. That was fun. Like I knew a couple girls like her. I was never on the end of that, but I've heard girls talk to men that way. <laughs> I'm like, oh my. But that's you and I'll be. And that's why I can laugh. That was uh that was fun. Here's another one. And this is one this is always a great one. Um it used to be Trey Gowdy. Some some shit happened with Trey Gowdy. Tucker went after him. And that was sad because uh I was a huge fan of Trey Gowdy. Um I'm still I think a fan of him. Uh I can't really remember what it was that he I think he sided with some shit on the with the Democrats or something, but um now it's Jim Jordan from Ohio. Uh nope. Wait, yeah. <laughs> that, that Kennedy, the old man Kennedy got a hold of Yeah, him I yet. like Kennedy. Kennedy's cool, dude. Kennedy is a cool dude. So you get to I talk like to him. One. Did I not prep this one? Son of a bitch. These are from Forbes too. Oh yeah, we can't get um can't get hit with anything on this. Am I sharing that? Yeah, I'm sharing it. Okay. Mr. Roth, was there ever any visibility filtering that was hard coded by Twitter employees into accounts of specific users? Twitter employees were responsible for building the systems that performed visibility filtering, and then that filtering would have been applied either automatically. I'm asking or... a very specific question. I'm asking, was the code written in a way that for certain accounts, those accounts, unique in and of themselves, would be visibility filtering, to use your term, so that they wouldn't uh, have as much reach or as much influence? The term hard coding suggests that it was permanent and immutable, and I wouldn't agree with that, no. But it did happen, is what you're saying. There was hard coded into some of these accounts of specific users by Twitter employees this ability to filter and limit the reach of that particular post or that particular tweet, I should say. Again, I wouldn't say that they were hard coded. Thank you. Chair recognizes Ms. Brown for five minutes. Thank you, Chairman Comer. Is that it? He should have used a different word. Jeez, that was, uh, that was you should have used something other than hard coding. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, we can do this one now. Notified. Oops. You that the Biden laptop story was fake. No, sir, they did not. Did they tell you it was hacked? No, sir, they did not. On October 14, 2020, Twitter blocks the New York Post story on the Hunter Biden, uh, the, the New York Post story on Hunter Biden and suspends their account. The night before, FBI Special Agent Elvis Chan sends you an email. The email says this, heads up, I will be sending a teleporter link for you to download 10 documents. It's not spam. Please confirm receipt when you get it. Two minutes later, 6.24 p.m., you respond back, received and downloaded, thanks. What were those 10 documents? <coughs> Twitter didn't give me <coughs> access to my laptop, but... Special Agent Chan has said publicly, and the FBI has confirmed that those documents did not relate to Hunter Biden, and that's my recollection of them. What did they relate to? My interactions with Agent Chan and with the FBI almost entirely focused on what the FBI called malign foreign interference, things like Russian troll farms and Iranian involvement in the elections, not on any type of domestic Any of the information on there classified? 
No, sir, I do not hold a security clearance, and so I would not have received any classified information. Who does hold a security clearance? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to second email here. I'm just curious about this. Uh, what I propose is that 30 days out from the election, this is, the, this is another email to you from Mr. Chan. 30 days, you get, we get uh, temporary clearances. You pick who they are. Who were the people at Twitter who had a security clearance? To be honest, sir, I'm not sure. And we never ultimately followed through on this plan to get temporary clearances. Did anyone at Twitter have a security clearance? It's my understanding that at least some current or former employees did hold clearances, but I wasn't certain about Ms. that. Ms. Gaddy, do you know if anyone took up Mr. Chan's offer to hand out security clearances 30 days before the 2020 election? Not that I'm aware. So we don't know how many people had security clearances. What a load of shit. These, this is the top brass of Twitter. And they're like, well, I don't know. They, they, for the FBI to be like, hey, we're going we're gonna to just give you some temporary, you know, some temporary shit, some temp temporary gold shit. Here you go. And all of them are like, well, I don't know. Are they going to leave them out to yeah, dry? Yeah. This is like fucking Enron in the form of a social networking platform. Twitter. Do we know? Mr. Baker, Mr. Gaddy, and Ms. Gaddy, anyone know how many people on Twitter had a security clearance in the 30 days prior to the election? 42. I don't know the answer to that question, Ms. sir. Ms. Gaddy? All I do of not them. Know. All of them. Mr. Roth, you don't know? No, sir. How about the last one? Ms. Navaroli, do you know? No. I mean, it, it seemed like the offer was to sort of just hand them out like candy. I was just wondering who had them. <laughs> no one knows? Okay. Uh, did, so the FBI didn't tell you uh, that, the, that it was fake, didn't tell you that it was hacked. Uh, and, and Mr. Roth, did the, did the story violate your policies? In my judgment at the time, no, it did not. Yeah, that's what you said. Said what I would propose, uh, excuse me, is you said it isn't clearly a violation of our hack materials policy, nor is it clearly a violation of anything else. So I think what a lot of people are wondering is if it didn't violate your policies and they didn't tell you it was fake, didn't tell you it was hacked, why'd you take it down? The company made a decision that found that it did violate the policy. It wasn't my personal judgment at the time that it did, but the decision was communicated to me by my direct supervisor. And ultimately, I didn't disagree with it enough to object. You know, you know what? You know what I think happened, Mr. Roth? I think <coughs> I think you guys got played. I think you guys wanted to wanted to take it deep down. We saw what the chairman put up where you said, you know, everyone in the White House is, is a fascist. I think you guys wanted it to t be taken down. I think you meet with these guys every week. We know that's been established in the Twitter files. You had weekly meetings with Mr. Chan in the run-up to the election. They send you all kinds of emails. They send you documents on the super secret James Bond teleporter. You get information <laughs> on that. I think you guys wanted to take it down. I think you guys got played by the FBI. And that's <coughs> the scary part. Because we had 50, I mean, the, the, this to me is the real takeaway. 51 former intelligence officials five days after you guys take down the Hunter Biden story and block the New York Post account. Five days later, 51 former Intel officials send a letter and they say, the Hunter Biden story has all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. The information operation was run on you guys. And then by extension, run on the American people. And that's the concern. And to Mr. Raskin's point that you guys aren't bound by the First Amendment because you're a private company. Okay, maybe so. But your, and your terms of service don't have to comply with the First Amendment. Would that be right, Mr. Roth? They don't have to. You've said that as much in your testimony. My understanding of the First Amendment is that it protects people and businesses from government, not Understand. forms how the... Understand. And your terms of service. So here's what I want to know. Cunt. 
Here's what I want to know. Is this, is this a violation of the First Amendment when the government, Mr. Chan, again, sending you an email saying, we think these accounts need to be looked at because they violate your terms of service? That's a different standard. So you got the government saying your terms of service, which don't have to comply with the First Amendment, but the government saying we don't think these accounts comply with your terms of service. Please take them down. You see a problem there, Mr. Mr. Roth? Mr. Chairman, I'm seeing a flashing red light. I'm happy to answer the question. Uh, <laughs> like trying to get out of it any way you can. <laughs> what a cunt. Oh, I guess there's more. Hold on. Do I think that that's a valuable use of the FBI's time? No, but I don't see in a request for review a problem under the First Amendment. No, I sure do. I, I, I thank the gentleman. I get back. Agreed. I agree with Mr. Jim Jordan. <clears throat> so that's a little bit of well, um, is their policies say what it is their policies mm -hmm. yeah it's um it's some horseshit but that that 230 <laughs> needs to be overturned um because it it gives them all the benefits of both the platform and a, and a publisher and and none of the negatives so well. Free speech should be free speech all the way around. They shouldn't be Agreed. allowed to violate it. Yeah, I mean, even you'd if have... they do own the company, whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, once once they're getting taxpayer funded, taxpayer money um, by the FBI, once they're working with the FBI and they're getting the the protections of of two thirty, then all bets are off. You're you're now violating. Um, people's first amendment rights yeah and, or it's uh, got to go both ways they would it, listen they they would have the the argument to say well we're you know we're a private company if they didn't have the 230 protections if the government wasn't working with them to silence not only us but as bobert was saying sitting congress people sitting senators a president, you know, if if they weren't able to, if they weren't working with the government in that aspect, then okay, by all means, it's your own company. You get to do what you want. You can make that argument, and you can be right. But being that they have all of these protections, and they're they're um, being given money by the government, which is our money, now now you're you're violating our rights. So, but you know, I don't know. I'm a little surprised to see how much is being done towards this uh that the republican congress is is doing what they're doing but um i just don't see anything happening i don't see any any of those four uh getting in trouble i mean other than even even though they lied or you know one could make the argument that they lied to congress just like fauci i don't see him going to jail i don't see him getting punished i see him um somewhere along the way uh, getting off the hook by the Democrats, you know, whether it be the Senate, <coughs> whether it be, I don't know if, if the president has veto over, you know, the Congress, you know, uh, I don't know if the Congress can press charges. I don't think that they can, but you know, whatever the, whatever the Republicans do, I just see, I, I don't see them being punished like they should. So, you know, who knows? Um, the two things that I titled this uh, this video with was uh, 
the uh, pipelines and earthquakes. Um, the Nord Stream pipeline, have you heard the recent information about that? Not all, but it is supposedly uh, the CIA. Yeah, well, it's come into, come into fruition, if that's the way I want to say that, that the Navy, uh, um, that we did, the United States was the one that... Um, that destroyed the Nord Stream pipeline. How's that even possible to come out again? Where did that come from? Good question. I can't remember the initial source, the or the first um, company to news company or whatever to talk about it. But uh, now everybody's talking about it. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm I'm not surprised. I, I already kind of knew that when <laughs> it's like it's like you know nine uh, eleven. When I talk about 9-11, they're like, you got proof. And it's like, well, no, not necessarily. I don't have the exact proof of who was behind exactly what. But I do know that it's not what the um, the narrative was, the official narrative. You know, didn't happen that way. Well, I know when um, you played Dingbat saying, well, wait and see, or whatever it was he said, oh, uh, Biden. Yeah, he said that prior. Right, that <laughs> yeah. if, if Russia were to invade... Ukraine, then <laughs> the Nord Stream pipeline would be no more. And, and one of the reporters was like, "Well, how, how are you going to do it?" And he's like, "Well, trust me, it'll happen." And it's you like, know, then you played that behind it, then yeah, it's, 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 it sounds it's pretty awesome. convincing. So, yeah. So when it happened, I was like, "Oh, that's absolutely the United States, without a doubt. That's that's the United States." I remember um, saying I did a story about it or talked about it. And uh, my thing was, uh, you know, honestly, man, uh, my best guess is uh, wouldn't be the first time Russia blew up an apartment building and blamed it on somebody else. Yeah, know? I mean, it wasn't without it wasn't without the possibility of that. But, but know, now there's different information. That was, I don't know, three months ago. Yeah, everything, everything pointed back at at us i mean the united states is is funding ukraine is sending a billion dollars plus to ukraine ammunition all sorts of shit same with nato um wow that's just got light yeah war uh, is a racket yeah and um the united states was behind all of it so all of a sudden uh their main gas gas line gets destroyed uh it's pretty pretty simple to kind of just look over and go, oh yeah, it's probably the United States. As it turns out, even though I was saying it back then and was right, uh, now it comes out that the United States government, not the, not us people. I wanna I wanna point that out. When I talk shit about other countries, I'm talking about your governments, right? For the most part. <laughs> um, and I talk more shit about my own government than I do anybody else's. So and and rightfully so. Uh, look at look at what we've been doing what we've done and this is just another example of uh how malevolent our government so are they going to put america on trial no probably not um why would they announce something like that that is just uh mind boggling yeah i don't know i don't know but now you got china because so I don't look. Does that look good on O Biden? No, but it's like fucking nothing. Nothing matters, dude. Nothing looks good on the guy. He's done nothing right. 
nothing. It's like they they really want to make war. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Democrats have been wanting war for the longest, uh, which just shows how much of a, a load of shit it was always about when it came to Bush going to war, and you had the Democrats that were like, "No war." It's like you you bullshitters. You didn't give a fuck. You didn't care. Well, you I, never cared. You just cared because it wasn't your guy in office. If Barack Obama would have went to war in Iraq, the Democrats would have been right behind him. Oh, yeah. You know, the liberal left would have been right there with him going, yeah, we need to go. Weapons of mass destruction. Or Hillary was, Clinton would have. If she won, which I thought yep. she was going to, I was pretty sure she was going to make war with Russia, but she, yeah, I she think, didn't. I think you're right on that. I think a lot of people thought that too. I certainly did. <clears throat> um, yeah, it, does, it, it could have been any Democrat, uh, and we would have been. Um, they would have. They would have absolutely backed them, and and I can certainly say that now. Well, especially having had um, Barack Obama in office for two terms, and all the damage he did. Um, all the wars, I, I hate hearing them called conflicts. They're not kind con- in like trying to pretend as if it wasn't a war. It's like our people got killed, their people got killed. Yeah, that he got that's a, that's a, a Nobel war. Peace Prize. Yeah, he got a Nobel Peace Prize for nothing, for nothing, for winning an election, for winning an election, for being picked, for getting in there, um, and making everything worse. That fucking worthless piece of shit. I think he was a clone. <laughs> um so then you have China who just pulled their little stunt with the uh the balloons. The and Chinese it lantern. That was a Chinese lantern. <laughs> the Chinese lantern came making its way through uh the US. Uh as it turns out, <clears throat> no like they just the this new administration um just so happened to find out that uh, there's a couple of balloons that did make it through. Not that I'm saying that it did. Um, this did happen, but you know they come in and all of a sudden, because we have this situation with the Chinese lantern, um, then they're like, yeah, oh yeah, by the way, we, we knew about two other uh, balloons during uh, Trump's term. Which Trump was absolutely right. No, you know, he, he didn't know about it. His, uh, his administration didn't know anything about it. Uh, not that it happened, but now all of a sudden you have the, the Democrats that are trying to like point the finger at Trump and go, you know, yeah, it happened during his term too. And it didn't, that never happened. Right. But, uh, <clears throat> so they just, the, the Chinese lantern came through and all of that happened. Obviously we talked about that. Uh, but now that this Nord Stream pipeline thing happened, the Chinese are fucking fronting up and talking shit about, um, what should happen to us because of the Nord Stream pipeline? <laughs> it's like you're like you know like they're guilty. Us. Yeah, they're they're guilty, but they're now they're looking at the United States, going, "Hey, you guys did some bad shit here." You know, trying to surpass the idea that they just uh, tried to capture a whole bunch of our intel of military bases and what happened. All very very strange. Um, but as I think it was as we were doing our live stream. On Facebook, uh, my buddy was sending me text messages. Let me uh, see if I can find it real quick. He was sending me text messages. Oh, brain text me. I got to text him back. Of uh, 
Yeah, of the earthquake. The there are some earthquakes and shit that were That's going pretty down. Pretty spectacular. Yeah, and somebody uh, shaking and boom going in and around the country. Also, increasing chemtrails reported. Uh, just downgraded to seven point eight. Biggest earthquake in years just hit one minute ago. I was watching live eight point one near Egypt. That's huge. What about balloons and earthquakes? This is some heavy. Oh shit. yeah, I got an earthquake app. <laughs> you pay attention to that shit? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I really? saw those one in Turkey. There was like three great big ones, and it pinpointed them. And like, wow. Um, this is biblical uh, prophecies coming to fruition. As Jesus had talked about wars and reports of wars, earthquakes, all sorts of shit. So, man, especially to be happening over there. I mean, we have earthquakes all over the place, but man, that's a big one. 8.1, 7.8. Buddy. It was pretty big. And they probably aren't used to that. I don't know. I don't remember hearing... Uh, yeah, I don't remember hearing much about that either. Have you ever uh, experienced an earthquake? Mm, <coughs> no. Me neither. No. Me neither. Um, yeah, those natural disasters are nothing fun. I, I was in one, but did not know it. I happened to be, at that time that it hit, in a place called Beach Fork Lake. And okay. I was in the water. Mm when it happened so oh. I did not recall it at all but I guess people on the beach felt it you didn't get any like bigger waves nope mm. that shit can cause a tsunami a tsunami well it wasn't that big of a lake but it wasn't you ever damn, experienced but... a tsunami you ever been around one nope Me I've either. seen them on YouTube or something yeah so what's what natural disasters have you experienced uh, hurricane? No. No? Uh, I mean, well, like maybe the effects of a hurricane? Uh, here, Strong no. Winds. I was in that one, that last one. Uh, yeah. Irv? Something like that. Mm. And Yeah, uh, I remember talking with you and you're like, nothing's really I was on, on the one side of it. It was all good for me. It didn't. Yeah, I mean, I just went down to Florida right after that <laughs> did i tell you we were at the beach in daytona and uh fuck it's so gross dude i go out right my family my kids were all out um and, and where i was we moved much further down but where i was i fucking step over a used condom i'm like oh Ew. god gross my Get first the fuck experience out of here. at lake erie in cleveland yeah yeah see Use condoms. Come on, people. That's just gross. I was um, back in the seventies. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing I've experienced is like a tornado down there in uh, Tennessee. We had uh, the year that I, I think it was the year I left. We had seventeen uh, tornadoes in my one area, and uh, that was pretty wicked. Um, I didn't have one. I mean, we. I experienced the hail. The hail was nuts. 
because I was living in a townhouse, and uh, it was me, my one, we had I had two other roommates, and my roommate and his girlfriend were there, and his he had a uh, English bulldog, which I love those, um, and uh, this thing is they're like a little sausage, they look like a little badass, but uh, it sounded like there was a thousand people on the outside of our house fucking banging on the door and the windows and the walls. I mean, it was intense. And that right. fat little dog, we had like a half bath in the downstairs portion and the toilet was like this close to the wall, right? And that fat ass little bulldog that I loved to death. It was such a good dog. Like squeezed itself in there to hide, which he would have been the safest, but he looks so uncomfortable. You know, I'm just up and walking around. I'm like, all right, well, if this thing's going to hit, it's going to hit, you know, and try and stay close to the stairs. But fuck, man, that poor dog. <laughs> I just remember him like squeezing right. It was like a tube of sausage in this little area. Um, but that was, that was really it. I haven't, I haven't been around any, um, Hurricane. I think I uh, was on the other side of a ridge when a tornado hit. Yeah. Because it sounded like a train coming through between me, a river, and this ridge. Yeah. But there was no, I could not see it anywhere wow. at all. But We had a, we had a mini tornado, okay, a um, cyclone, that uh, here in Michigan. So we've had... I guess we've had an earthquake. Didn't notice because it was so small. Um, we had an earthquake while I was here, and we had uh, when I was younger, much younger. I lived off a lake, and uh, we had a cyclone on the lake. And I was I was like taking a nap or something. And my dad's girlfriend woke me up. It's like we got to get in the in the bathroom. We got a tornado. I'm like oh fuck! All right, let's go. Shit, I don't want to fuck around with that thing. But nothing, nothing major. So it's mm. nothing to an effect. Now I've done flood du duty, flood duty as a national. Oh yeah, guard. yeah. Good point. Yeah. But uh, I've seen disasters afterwards, but right. Thank God I have not had to live through. I just read. Was it? Is it in Revelations where they talk about? Um, it talks about a major, yeah, it's Revelation. It's talk about a major earthquake in um, the in Babylon, and uh, it's supposed to kill seven thousand people, split the town into however many, I think three different uh, pieces or whatever. It's supposed to be like the worst earthquake that we've ever felt. Maybe we're getting there. I don't know because we, I mean. All of those, I mean, I think we're getting there, but all of those prophecies, they, like all of these things take a, a long time for it all to kind of come to fruition. I mean, if you think about with Israel coming back to a nation, um, you know, that happened back in the 60s. And I mean, given that was like a, you know, what, 2000? Was it 2000 years? Yeah, because they lost it in 70 AD. So 70 AD to 1960 something. Um, 63, I think it was. It's a long time. I don't know. know. By 67, that's when they had their three-day war. Oh. Maybe it was 40? 49, 40? 48. 
Yeah. Something like Something that. Like it was after the yeah, after the, after the World War after World War Two. Um yeah. they got it back. So whatever it may be. I mean shit we're talking about a couple decades there, but yeah, a couple thousand years before that that um prophecy was to come into How uh, Jewish do you think they are? Where? In Israel. I think I think it's primarily Jews there, isn't it? Uh, are you talking about in terms of like following, like following like the uh, you know, the first five books of the Old Testament? I think is their gig. That's their Bible. The government probably not very. The government more like a synagogue of Satan, much like Hollywood. Um, but I, the people, uh, the people that live there, uh, probably pretty practicing. I would assume. Never been. Um, I'd like to go. I guess check out all the. Not for so much like the government or the people out there, but more so for the the landscape. You know, check out all the places that Jesus visited. You know, Galilee and and Jerusalem. And see all that. You know, see the churches like uh, like on the um, Shadow Priest episode. Uh, what my priest was talking about when he went there to see all the different churches and what have you. Um, that'd be cool. Check all that out. But, oh yeah, I'd love to stand in some of his known I do places. still want to go to a um, a mosque and a temple to see their their service or whatever you call it see what that's all about I have wanted to do that and also go to like because I've been to different denominations of Christianity and services um, I'd still like to you know check out a lot of de- but there's so many different denominations dude it's it, oh fuck me running there is so many different denominations Don, nominations of what? Christianity. Oh, oh, oh yeah. 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 To, like, I mean, I've been to Baptist. I've been to Pentecostal. I've been to... Oh, shit. What's my dad? Was he Pentecostal? Been to that. You know, I mean, I've, I've been to ones that, like... It's because as a Catholic, you know, we kneel and stand up and kneel and sit down. And um, <laughs> we're a lot of different services. You're just sitting the whole time. I've been to some like non-denominational ones, dude. Where fucking people just get up and lay down, face down, and start crying. <laughs> hey, man, I guess that's you know that's how they worship. I'll rate the uh, like go to go to a black church. Oh, I've been to black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Down in Tennessee, I've and, been to some uh, black services. Yeah, and but Pentecostal one I went to, familiar with, they could get pretty live. During yeah. The, it's intense. Um, the laying down on that just seemed to me like like theater. I didn't like it. I thought it was disrespectful. I didn't. I didn't like that. Um, but no, I mean, I've been to like lively churches where it's like amen and you know getting into the the sermon or whatever, and uh, and it's cool. You know, I I mean, I grew up around it, right? So I was it was pretty normal to me. Um. Yeah, the non-denominational one. That was that was bizarre. It seemed like they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> I, it, there's different. I mean, there's different denomina- non-denominational churches and stuff. You know, so they're all going to be kind of different. Uh, but that one seemed like it was just unorganized as all get out. You know, you had like guy up there with an acoustic guitar playing some shit, and then somebody going in and laying. Down. What the fuck, dude? Um, and I'm just sitting there going, what "The fuck is happening right now?" You know, um, yeah. There's a lot of uh, different takes on the sure. Bible. 
Yep. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, dude. All right. So that's about it for me tonight for now, but next time we'll talk about some more shit and get a little bit more into okay. it. How about, I think I'm just, think about ahead. this for a minute. Two words, empathy, and you can take that wherever you want, but how about angels? Angels are supposed to be among us, right? Like you yes, sir. never know who might be an angel. Mm-hmm. You know, because I spent a lot of time thinking about demons, but angels are around also. I yeah. don't know a whole lot about angels. I know there's a lot of them. I mean, if you think about it, every person has a guardian angel, whether you believe or not. So, and there's been, I mean, I've heard numbers of like upwards of 200 billion, you know, people throughout all existence of humans. So that's 200 billion angels right there. Now there's different classifications of angels too, right? You'll have the archangels, which I think there's seven of. Um, You will have the uh, Nephilim, Sorry, not the Nephilim. The Seraphim. What's Cupid supposed to be? Cherub. Cherub. You have the cherubs. Uh, so you have a whole bunch of different kinds. Um, so there's a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot of angels out there. So, um, And then you'll have the third of all of the whole that fell. So there's a lot of them, a lot of those devils around here. So, like, when people think, you know, I think, I think, a simplification of what people think when it comes to the supernatural beings that are there in terms of like Judeo-Christianity uh, people think that there's demons and then there's the devil and he's the only fallen angel but it's like no 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 there's a whole slew of like and there's a hierarchy of those too um, a lot of Hollywood knows about this shit when, you talk, when you're talking about certain um, horror movie uh, films like The Conjuring, like um, oh shit, what's the other one? Um, oh, the guy, the main guy who who is uh, Ed Warren um, from The Conjuring, the guy that plays Ed him, Lorraine or Warren, yeah, Insidious, yeah. So the other franchise that he's a part of is Insidious. Both of those uh, movies, and in fact, The Conjuring has two of these demons. Um, they come from a book from Solomon. The key, is it the key of Solomon in which it talks about like a whole slew of different fallen angels and demons that all have different ranks of like presidents of, um, <laughs> counts of like all sorts of different like levels to them. So there's, there's that. Brilliant. And that's a little, that's a little worrisome. You know, like you have this whole hierarchy of uh, Hell's army, you know, that's looking to rock and roll against us. <clears throat> but now, we also have. Could you, they possibly change their mind? I've, I've thought them, about that. But, you know, yeah. but individually, be like one day, be like, you know, <laughs> probably not a good idea. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you know, could they feel embarrassed about what they did? So the explanation that I I had because I thought about this I let's go to the the worst of the worst let's go to to Satan himself could Satan change his mind and say he was sorry to God and this is how I had it explained to me angels are pure spirits 
So when they make a decision, it's holy and complete. So when <laughs> Satan decided that he wanted to become God and he wanted to take over the throne of God, um, that was a fully and whole decision. He had, and not just that, Satan is um, supposed to have been the most beautiful, or beautiful creation that God ever created, which is right. to say the most intellectual, the, the smartest creation that he had ever made. Beauty, I can't remember the word for beauty, but the it's it's it means intelligent. So he's the most intelligent creature that God ever created. So him making that decision um, was without um, regret. So he made it, and it was basically a written stone. And when he had turned a third of the heavenly host um, against God, they all made that same decision. So they they would never um, uh, seek uh, forgiveness or reconciliation. So that's at least how I had it explained to me. And it makes sense to me. Especially with with you know, all the shit that the devil does in order to get us all to turn against God, you know, and because he can't hurt God, right? He, he's not, I've heard people argue that the devil's on the same level or same strength or power as God. And in no way, shape or form is that true. So he can't hurt God, but in terms of physical uh, force, what can he do? Well, the thing that hurts God the most is when we turn away from him. So, there you go. And he's also known as the accuser. And I think it's Revelation. Mm -hmm. um, he's said to be uh, that he accuses um, not just humans, but also the other angels of the heavenly host. He accuses them night and day. He can still go to heaven like go up to heaven to visit, to talk with God. I mean, you have the example of Job where um, Satan went and spoke with God about Job. I always thought that was a uh, cool story. So he goes in front of God. Yeah. It's a, that's a rough one, dude. I mean, you know, just like with Abraham and Isaac, you know, would you be able to kill your own son? Like, I don't, I, I'll admit, I don't have the, the, the that much faith and i'm i'm sad to admit that that i wouldn't kill my own son you know what i mean <clears throat> right well um, that would never come up now well under yeah right Jesus. no no, no you're, yeah yeah you're right you know we're not gonna um, have to make that decision right but like to look to try and think back in in time and be like well you know that's how much love that that abraham and i know that non-religious people can't understand this but Abraham had that much faith and love for God that God told him to do something. And, and Isaac was outside of God. Isaac was the person, the, the, the being that he loved most in this world. God said, kill your own son, sacrifice your son to me. And notice that he didn't let him do it. The moment that, um, Abraham was going to do it, uh, God stopped him. So, okay, all right. Shit, man. See, and that, that kind of speaks a little bit because, or maybe volumes, because it, they do go on later after him and kill people who 
sacrifice babies to gods. Right. Yeah, the Canaanites wiped them out, killed every. Well, yeah. Um, but that does prove that them. you know anybody is capable of it, and even God made it. You didn't have to do that with God. Right. Well, and God gave them 400 years of warning. You know, I always want to put that in there. You know, for somebody like in that debate between Lawrence Krauss and Dr. William Lane Craig, where Lawrence Krauss got up and finger pointed and got all excited about a story that he considered to be a fictional story uh, to, to, you know, throw that much theater at, at such a thing and and uh, badmouth Dr. William Lane Craig about it's you got to include, dude. God gave him 400 years of warning to say, stop sacrificing your children to Baphomet, to this fake entity, you know, which turns out to be Satan anyway, but that's what they were doing in that 400 year time frame is that they were sacrificing their firstborn babies, you know, on, uh, on this altar to Baphomet. Or was it Moloch? Who's one of the two? Um, either way, it's still Satan. No All same smell. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All and shady so, and greasy. That's right. And now now what do we have? Well, we may not have altars that are built to, you know, deities that were burning firstborn, not even born. Well, they got vacuum too. cleaners now. Right, exactly. It's the altar within, you know, Planned Parenthood and other um, agencies like so, that. Yeah, something Planned Parenthood and, you know, I always hear, well, all kinds of things happen there, but really all I think about is abortions. Yeah, yeah, they you know they have these other things that that happen there, but they're they're not the money makers. The money yeah, makers you get free condoms. Yeah, free condoms, STD checks, what have you. But that's not what people primarily know to go to Planned Parenthood for. It's for abortions. You know, let's let's call a spade a spade. Like you, you know? would think that it would take someone who is going to have a baby and they're going to show them how to take care of that baby in the future or help them get an education or something like sure. that. But instead, yeah. it's, uh, you know, we can... Uh, and they don't have, just to let people know this too, they don't have family planning anything there. They don't have pamphlets. They don't have people that specialize in, you know, for a, a single woman to come in and be like, hey, I need to know what to do to, you know, have my baby and and what what you know, programs you guys help us or help me with in order to raise the baby on my own. They don't have that shit. Yeah, how do I make sure I have this baby correctly? Exactly. They don't have that. That is touching. I don't have anybody. Can you As I say that, they might have like one person over in, you know, whatever state that might do it so you can like look at them as an example and it's like, yeah, that's not, that's an exception, not a rule. They don't have it. Planned Parenthood is for the destruction of uh, unborn babies. It is a fucking sat- satanic institution. That should absolutely be outlawed. Yeah, I'll just uh, say, leave it to the communities to take care of the community. Yeah. Well, you know, now we live in the community that we do, and it's not great. Any hizzle, uh, would you like to plug yourself, good sir? Bad Dog Show at yahoo.com is my email. <clears throat> and you can catch me on the FringeRadioNetwork.com. FringeRadioNetwork.com. And he's also on Facebook. Yep. You can get a hold of me at metv1105 at gmail.com. That is metv1105 at gmail.com. 
uh, go to the website, theweaponbook.com. That is theweaponbook.com. And find me on any social networking platform with the exception of TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look up John Omerchada and you can find me. Uh, especially on Rumble, as I can try to re uh, remind you guys again, please follow us. Uh, shit. Let me look up. Um... 25 for the okay. Spanish so... brothers and sisters. That there you go. I think my analytics say I do not have listening to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can uh, find me at omerchada1105 um, on Rumble, although many of you are watching me on Rumble. But this also, uh, I'm going to be downloading the, um, po the uh, audio for the podcast. So audio. go to Rumble, look me up at omerchada. That is O-M-U-R-C-H-A-D-H-A-1105. Again, O-M-U-R-C-H-A-D-H-A-1105 on Rumble. And then give me a follow. Do you uh, have yours up right now? No. I'm good. Is it under Bad Dog? You can find me under Bad Dog. Bad Dog Show. Yep, Bad Dog Show. A Bad Dog. Look what I'm going to do right bad now. Bad Dog. Follow. No, you got me. So there we go. Bam. How many, can I go to me? Can I go to... Let me see. Omer Chata. 105. Boom. Yeah, there I am. Rumble Click. is not a... I follow myself? <clears throat> YouTube I think I friendly. did. <laughs> I've got 13, and I think I'm one of them. Because it <laughs> says unfollow. <laughs> I don't give a shit. That's what I'll do. Yeah, I think I like me. But, um, I was like, I'm a solid four, and that's probably me. And and a, my mom is not one of them. Do I want to do the? Do I have everything covered that I don't want to show? Um, fuck it. Yeah, I think I do. I I made sure to delete a lot or uh, get rid of a lot of. Windows. He's got another one where he does. He's got a rainbow flag behind him. He does his other. Podcast. Oh, it won't let me show the entire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me see if this works. Chrome has lost permission to capture your screen to fix it. Go to fuck off. <clears throat> Never mind. All right, that's not going to work. I'll have to figure. I'll have to tinker with that next time. All right, we're so going to have to tonight. We're going to have to have a chat with the uh, chat bot one night. Yeah, yeah. Work this out. That's it for tonight, folks. Um, you got anything else you want to nope. mention? No? All right. Until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a bitch-ass liberal. Bye. Peace.